0: Hello everyone, this is the Bridgetown Daily. I'm Tristan Collins, and today is Monday, January 25th. This season of the pandemic has highlighted my limits. I'm limited on where I go, what I do, and who I spend time with. I'm limited in my patience, my emotional energy, and sanity. My personal response to the demands during this time has fluctuated from self-determination in one moment to overwhelming paralysis in the next. Every day I'm confronted with my kids' educational, relational, and emotional needs, and I'm continually made aware that those needs far exceed my ability and my energy level. Every day I read the news, I'm made aware of all the problems in our nation and the limits we face in addressing them. I'm also more aware of the limits in our society. This COVID-19 virus has created a demand on our healthcare system that far exceeds our resources. Our society's ability to provide for everyone's basic needs is woefully limited, and our patience for each other and our different points of view are at its limits. You might notice your limits too. Maybe you feel at your limit on how much longer you can spend with your roommates or your family. Perhaps this pandemic is limiting your usual ways to alleviate your feelings of loneliness And anxiety. Being limited to our home, wearing a mask in public is also isolating. You might be hitting financial limits or health limits. Maybe your relational needs are not being met. And maybe you're just plain tired. When we hit our limits, our minds can fixate on the problems, producing adrenaline and cortisol coursing throughout our body. We call this feeling stressed. I'm stressed, you're stressed, we're all breathing in the fumes of stress. Recently, I heard a psychologist, Mark Brackett, define stress as a response to too many demands and not enough resources. What I love about this quote is how clear it is that stress is a natural response to facing limits. I've felt an extra amount of stress ever since the pandemic began. Even if I'm having a good week, there's a constant presence of stress in the background, too many demands, and not enough resources. Stress can make us aware that our limits are being breached. A little bit of stress can help us get through a hard day or even a hard month, but too much stress will eventually drive us to burnout. Our tank is empty and the needs are still there. This can create depression and despair. It can overwhelm us with paralysis and make us lose hope. Stress is a signal that something is going to have to give. This can be hard to accept. Nobody wants to have limits. It's human nature to downplay our limits and ignore them completely. So we create our New Year's resolutions to help us transcend our limits. We work hard to create new habits. We try to plan better and work smarter. And these are great endeavors, but it will not hide the fact that at the end of the day, we are still very limited creatures, consistently making mistakes and constantly coming to the end of our resources. We have limits and we can't transcend them all. We can fight against this reality or come to a peaceful acceptance. This might sound defeatist, but it can actually be empowering. Here's what scripture reveals about our limits. God created us with limits, and God likes to use the weak. Our limits do not limit God. You can look at the entire story of the Bible through the lens of this theme of God using the weak. The story begins with God creating limited, weak creatures to rule the world on his behalf. He didn't give this job to angels. He gave it to humans. As the psalmist says in Psalm 8, What are humans that you are mindful of them? A son of man that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet. Adam and Eve's weakness to trust their own wisdom instead of God's wisdom led humanity away from God's design for us, but God didn't give up on us. To save all humanity from our own self-destruction, God chose a family called Israel, who God uses in spite of their weaknesses. Here's some examples. Sarah and Abraham's old age and infertility, Jacob's deception, Moses' speech problems, David's young age and lowly status, And what I find so beautiful is that when Jesus began his ministry, he didn't go to the powerful. He went to the outsiders, the poor, the sick and powerless, those whose spirits have been crushed by their own limits. And he said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. God wants to use us in our weakness and limits. This biblical theme can both humble us and give us hope and peace. The Apostle Paul was hot-tempered. He had a reputation for persecuting and killing Christians. And yet God used Paul as an influential pastor and leader. In Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, he writes to them about a persistent weakness he's dealing with, but he doesn't tell us what it is. Here's what Paul says. I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardship, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Our hope is this God's power is made perfect in our weakness. God provides, and therefore we can find rest and freedom in our limits. Pastor Peter Schizero says this, Most of us resent our limits in ourselves and in others. We expect far too much from ourselves and each other, and often live frustrated and angry lives. Much of the burnout is giving what we do not possess. Maturity in life is when someone is living joyfully within their God-given limits. My first response to my weakness and limits is not joy. As I reflect back on my spiritual journey, some of the most painful times are the seasons where I fought hard against my limits. I didn't want to face the limits of my own wisdom, my own abilities, and the limits created by sin. I would try, try, and try. And when I couldn't try anymore, I could hear God gently saying, My child, my child, why are you striving? My limits confront the illusions about how capable I am, and when I stopped striving and instead acknowledged my inability and surrendered to God's leadership, my pain was transformed into relief and gratefulness. This peace and joy is not from my moral efforts, but rather it's a gift from God. I'm still learning how to accept my limits, and I'm confident God will continue to teach me this lesson in different areas and seasons of my life. What are the limits that you are experiencing this season? Think about them for a moment. Think about all the ways you feel weak and limited, all the ways we feel broken and beat down. In response, pray with me the prayer Jesus taught us. Forgive me of my debts. Jesus also asked us to pray, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Other people are limited too. People will let us down. Our friends and families don't have the capacity to love perfectly. When we face the limits of others, our best response is forgiveness. Henry Nouwen describes forgiveness in this way, Forgiveness means I continually am willing to forgive the other person for not fulfilling all my needs and desires. Forgiveness says, I know you love me, but you don't have to love me unconditionally because only God can do that. I too much ask forgiveness for not being able to fulfill other people's total needs, for no human being can do that. End quote. Forgiveness is acknowledging our empty hands and receiving God's provision. Let's pray one more part of the prayer of Jesus. Give us today our daily bread. There is an insatiable hunger inside all of us, that cannot be satisfied by our own efforts, nor through the provision of other humans. Only Jesus can provide the bread and water of life that satisfies the dark abyss of our needs. Jesus uses the metaphor of bread from God. The Apostle Paul uses the metaphor of fruit from the Spirit of God. And this fruit brings life. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and self-control. God will do something beautiful with our weakness. When Israel was going through a season of devastation and grief, Isaiah says that this is what the Lord wants to provide for those grieving in Zion. To replace their ashes for a crown of beauty. To replace their mourning with the oil of joy. To replace their despair with splendid clothes. And that they would be called righteous trees planted by the Lord to glorify Him. God wants to take our ashes, our sadness, and our despair and replace them with his gifts. Our limits are acceptable to God because we are created as limited creatures. We can embrace our weaknesses and limits. We can open our hearts and hands to receive the gifts of love, joy, peace, and hope that comes from God's power made perfect in weakness. Let's close with this exercise called Palms Down, Palms Up, From Richard Foster. Begin with placing your hands palms down as a symbolic act to represent your desire to turn over your concerns to God. Inwardly, you might pray, Lord, I give you my stress about my limits. I release my fears about the future. I surrender my anxiety about money. I release my frustrations about work. Whatever is weighing on your mind, just say palms down and release these concerns. After you take time to surrender your burdens, turn your palms up as a symbol to receive from the Lord. You can pray, Lord, I would like to receive your divine gift of joy about my limits, your peace about my future and finances, your patience in my work. Whatever you need, You say, palms up. Then take time to be silent and allow God to commune with your spirit. Lord, we surrender these needs and desires that are beyond our abilities. Dissolve the illusions of our self-sufficiency and capabilities. We want to enter into your rest. We release our unrealistic expectations we have for ourselves and for others. Thank you that your love, joy, peace, patience, and kindness is without limits. Please increase our faith in your provision and that your power is made perfect in weakness. Amen.